And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Case. And boy, do we got a good show for you today. We have Senator Bryce Wiggins here, man. He's going to be hanging out with us, talking to us today about a few different topics. Yeah. Uh, the outdoors, as we like to always talk about, but a little medical, uh, medical marijuana uh, in yep. the state of Mississippi. He's going to give us the... Uh, the inside look from the Jackson perspective. Uh, Pull back we, the curtain. That, that's right. That's right. We've had we've had Shay over here to talk to us right. from the outside looking in. Uh, Senator Wiggins here is going to talk to us from inside. So before we do that, let's jump off and talk about our sponsors here, the people who keep the show rolling for us. That's uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles, Dr. Robbie Williams right there. Uh, look them up on all the socials, man, at Southern Magnolia Smiles. They're on Facebook and Instagram. You can go check them out. If you're a traditionalist, go look them up on their uh, regular website there at southernmagnoliasmiles.com. <laughs> Com. Is that the definition of a tradition? That's right. That's right. Or uh, give them a call on the landline if you're really old school. So 228-215-1202. If, uh, they're right there on Washington Avenue and Ocean Springs. If you're looking for a great local dentist, man, he will take care of you. And uh, Hilltree Marketing, you keep hearing us talk about them. If you're looking to get a website done, any type of graphic design, photography, videography, Jesse Hill and his team right here that you're looking at, they're going to take care of you. They uh, go over to HilltreeMarketing.com and look at all the websites they've done for the local businesses around here. And if you want to see some personal experience, go to BrownWaterBanter.com because he did our website as well. Yes. And we couldn't be happier, man. It's been a pleasure working with Jesse, and we're happy to have him on board as a sponsor. So, uh, so as we we promise let's just dive right in and uh before we get into the to the nitty-gritty uh let's introduce yourself if you could as far as like your background uh born and raised here on the mississippi gulf coast right well actually not born but raised um when i was born my dad uh uh, I was born in Texas, and he was in medical school. Great at the state. Time. That counts. <laughs> Just as good. So I'm actually a yeah. Texan by birth. Oh, I'm um, a little jealous about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, um, my family's from here. My uh, my dad is Dr. Chris Wiggins, and if you, my great grandfather was Ed Wiggins, and he had Wiggins drugstores in Jackson County and in the 50s he was mayor of Pascagoula and we called him Poppy so he was he was Ed Wiggins had no high school education or I should say he had no college education got off the train coming from Alabama stopped in Moss Point uh he was going to go to new Orleans or louisiana to work in the oil fields decided that was not what he wanted to do right and right and so he came back and got off the train in uh, moss point pascagoula and started the drugstores and back then the drugstores were like that was the center of town if right. you will and so wiggins drugstore a lot of the old timers know wiggins drugstore and he was the owner of that and was the mayor of pascagoula in the 50s um, and then his son, Julius Wiggins, my grandfather, worked at Ingalls, uh, was a welder, grew up there, um, worked at International Paper. And that's how we ended up kind of moving around, or at least my dad did, because um, they moved where International Paper was. Got to so, go where it works at. Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Spring yeah. Hill, Missouri, Vicksburg. Same way my father, Heather's dad, the same way. Yeah. Wherever really? International Paper goes, they follow. Oh, yes. where, so at that time, that's what you did. Yeah. You, you did that. So he was a welder doing that. Then, so he he um, uh, retired as a welder from Pavco was a foreman and then my dad was the first one to go to medical uh, go to college in the family so he went to college uh and when they were in pine bluff working when my grandfather was working in international paper 
my dad was lit- would literally come down here during the summers and work down here with his grandfather, who I talked about. Right. And his uh, his the other side of the family, um, they were first generation Swedes who moved here to Moss Point, and their last name was Pilstrom or Filstrom. He was a paper hanger and a uh, and a tradesman like that. So um, that that's where we've been. And then just to kind of go even further, um, my great grandfather married uh daisy delmas and if you know anything about jackson county delmas is one of the is one of the the names along with gaucher krebs and lapointe so right so that's who we are so then about me now that i've gone down that rabbit trail <laughs> um but went graduated pasigula high school in 1989 and i will point out that my junior years when we won the state championship with shane matthews and kez mccorvey and frankie godfrey and all those guys so um no i was in the band i was so okay i wasn't on the football team Uh, but i was there that still counts counts. so then i went to college at tulane and um spent a couple years in dc where i met my wife um and i can say this now because i've we've been married for 23 years but we met in a bar up there sweet so uh so uh, good things do happen in a bar. Came down, went to <laughs> went to law school at Mississippi College in Jackson, and she came down and went to went to business school there. And then, um, you know, we started our careers, if you will, and started practicing law. And then spent ten years as an assistant district attorney for Jackson, George, and Greene County, putting putting felons away, right. um, trying cases to juries, representing the people there, um, and then. I ran for the Senate, and we can get into that because it's a kind of a it's a story in and of itself. But we have two kids. Uh, Landon, our son, is a freshman at Ole Miss, so we just took him up there. Is I guess I'm supposed to say hotty toddy at that point. Hotty toddy. Yeah, that's hard to say sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and then our daughter's a junior at Pascagoula High School, so oh, we old uh, Dolphich uh, man. He was, oh, he, was yeah. he was our old ball coach back yeah. in the day. Oh, so oh also, man, was really? Also, yeah. He was also on the show too. Yeah, he's been on the show too. Oh, yeah, he y'all got to give me some stories yeah. then because oh, uh, he's a good oh, guy. He's no, a he, guy. Wayne Wayne's been great. We've had a we've had a, a a good working relationship. I consider him a friend. When we yeah. first started, we had some back and forth, but. It's been great, and he's done a, he's done a really good job. I don't know if yeah. I know anybody that's more dedicated to their yeah. their, their no. job, he's, their he's profession. He's calmed down a there. lot since junior <laughs> yeah. high, yeah. ninth grade football. Uh, Time will yeah. do that to you. <laughs> yeah. He's done that. Well, gosh, he's got like twenty seven hundred kids he or something that, like yeah. that. He so, does that. Yeah, yeah. he's but, a good guy though. No, Wayne, Wayne Wayne's Wayne's great. So yeah. Um, so yeah, my daughter's there. So um, you know that's that's who we are. Yeah, what we do. Yeah, Jordan in the comments said solid dude. So Jordan, that's Jordan from Jordan <laughs> oh, Matthew. Yeah, Big shout yeah. out to Jordan. Uh, you just did their pos- uh, did. podcast recently. We were talking about that, but I didn't put on uh, the green suit. So right, yeah. I don't know. That wasn't you? That oh, that was not me. <laughs> Dance around with that bottle. I saw that. No. I saw the post. But yeah, yeah, we uh, we love Jordan and Matthew. Do y'all have a green there. suit? Did, uh, do y'all do no, all that? No, we don't. We don't, we don't have a green suit. No, okay, they're better than us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they. they uh, that's their thing <laughs> yeah but no so so we were we were talking about uh that's that's your background they're heavily uh entrenched in the pascagoula community then for many and generations Coast, it sounds like yes, yes, absolutely right. absolutely pascagoula is a beautiful town i work over there i work at singing river hospital oh and, yeah uh, so i go over there every single day but okay it's, yeah. it's, I, that's right i knew that yeah so yeah, you yeah. do and it's i mean that's where my dad got got his start and he was i should have said that he came back and uh was 
my uncle was the orthopedist there for 40 years by himself dan inger so oh i've heard okay so so you probably heard of him and yep. all that stuff so yep. yeah singing river was is big yeah yeah um so so let's talk about running for for the senate the in politics how yeah, did you, how'd you make story. that jump from law, well i guess we didn't even get into the fact that you went to law school first right yeah, yeah. yeah i had i needed to do that yeah. um no it, it was great um i you know i think there was always uh as cliche as this sounds and i wanted to make a difference and so it was always there but and as i mentioned my great-grandfather was mayor in pascagoula so you know there's a little bit there no my, look, my dad will say he's the first one. He wasn't into politics and all that stuff. So, but so I wanted to make a difference. And when, um, so in 2000, and I guess it was five, was working in the assist, in the DA's office, been prosecuting for by that time six or seven years. <clears throat> and like everybody, uh, we have a pre Hurricane Katrina and yes. a post Hurricane yeah. Katrina yes. story it's life. Like AD and BC, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So, um, so I enjoyed the job. Was there? Hurricane Katrina comes. At the time, my daughter was two months old, and my son was two two and a half years old. And Katrina being what it was, uh, wiped out my family's home on the beach, yeah. or wiped out my family's home. We don't live on the beach, by the way. Uh, five feet of water in our house, wiped yeah. out my mother-in-law's house, um, and devastated. And Pascagoula was 70 miles from the eye, and you right. know the whole the whole town was yeah. nine, literally 90% underwater. So anyway, I found myself at a place where I never thought I would – I saw myself, and that was um, in a parking lot um, – walking through an 18-wheeler of donated goods to find diapers for my daughter. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. Um, you know, you you want, at that time certainly, but you want to provide for your family and you want to do, you, you and you want to, she's two months old at the time. Right. And you want to provide, and if you, if you all remember, people were so good to us down here from yeah. giving stuff. And to to know that we were walking through a uh, donated goods for diapers because we didn't have diapers. I didn't have them for her. Um, it was something I never thought. So, and my son didn't. He, he was born in September, so we didn't. We weren't able to give him a birthday either. So it was at that point, like many people, you were assessing what was going on. And look, there were people that were deciding to leave because that's absolutely. what they had to. You know, y'all yeah, know what absolutely. I'm talking about. Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. In our case. We all moved into a house. My family, uh, in uh, my family, my parents, their dogs and cats. That camera keeps blinking, Joe. I don't know oh, if it's I'm maybe sorry. no, it's not your fault. I don't know if maybe that cord's maybe hitting or something. Just yeah, just just watch. Maybe you don't hit it with your thing. Sorry to interrupt you there. Just it flat. You blinked yeah. a little bit, but we're good. So, Probably my fault. <laughs> so we know. moved in. So we moved into to a house there. But it was at that point that I said, you know, if I'm going to stay here, and if I'm going to raise my children here. I'm going to make a difference, and I'm going to be a part of something making Mississippi better than it is. Because look, we have challenges, but we also are great, great people. Great, and the coast is a great place. Yeah. And I said, if I'm going to stay here, I'm going to do it for my well, first and foremost for my children, and um, I'm going to do it because this place and seeing the people who decided to stay, and this doesn't not fault anybody. But what we went through, it showed how much this place meant to people. Absolutely. Yep. And I wanted to be 
uh, part of leading that and making a difference for the folks down here. And so with that, I, you know, assessed the situation and <clears throat> I decided to run for the Mississippi Senate. And at that time, there was an incumbent who'd been in there for three terms. And uh, I took him on, uh, cut, quit my job, quit. I love being an assistant DA, quit my job because you couldn't do it. Literally cut our family income in half. Um, if you didn't know it's that, tough. ask oh. my wife. <laughs> she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll remind, remind us. you. Yeah. Um, and she cut our family income in half. Uh, and because the, the legislature is a, is officially part-time, you know, you have to work. So I started my law practice. Anyway, we ran and we won and won with close to 60% of the vote beating this incumbent. And it was something special. And ever since then, and it's been something that uh, I've appreciated and enjoy being in the Senate, representing the people of certainly my district, but also the coast of Mississippi. And we can talk about that. But uh -huh. um, in Jackson, uh, people, <laughs> in some ways, people are jealous of what we have down here. But y'all yeah. <laughs> uh, know that. And they're also, well, I would say they're jealous. And then they're, uh, they want what we have. Right, um, right. And well, there, there's I, the always BP. the the. Do you ever seen this thing in Mississippi, south of I-10 and north of uh, I-10? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except really, it's south of Hattiesburg it now. Is. But, yeah. but it is. So I, I've been uh, honored to represent the folks. I was just to give you an example was uh, with the BP money. I was the lead conferee, the lead uh, negotiator on the BP uh, dollars. And and just a quick story uh, when we were doing the legislation. During the debate, uh, it had finally pa it passed the Senate four times, went over to the House. I went over there and watched, and there were amendments. And one of the ones I saw was they put an amendment forward to take all the BP money and split it amongst 82 counties. Negative. And the last time <laughs> I checked, BP did not happen in Tupelo, and right. it didn't happen in uh, in uh, Issaquina County or something like that. How does that right. conversation yeah. go down, though, when you say that? to those other representatives. You know? Especially when you're, you're, uh, you're, you're going to the much, line getting uh, diapers for your kid and they want money well, the, way up there. You well, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. I probably don't have that exact conversation with right. Michael. <laughs> so, this is, so this will happen. Yeah, it's no, a different. I, to, yeah. to that end, uh, I will say this, that mo in the Senate, my colleagues have been great and we, we've worked with them and uh, they've been tremendous with us. And that, you know, deep down, they know, they know that like in that case, BP happened down here. We couldn't do it without them. This is one of the stats I give. I'm giving you a little insight yeah. on this yeah. is um, that in the, in the Mississippi Senate, there's 52 senators. Okay. From the bottom three counties, there's seven senators. Now, I wasn't that good in math, but the last time I checked, 40, uh, seven did not exceed 45, or right. 45 always beat seven. Right. So um, you had to work it and, and work with the state leadership and to do that. But also you had to... Because if they if they if you made them mad, let's just say they'd always just vote against you, and we yeah. would vote. And there was one point during the whole BP stuff that that happened in the House that the bill came up, and literally it lost a hundred and fifty to twenty two, and there's twenty two House members from the coast. So right, it's, it's, it's right it's, along the lines <laughs> of, of geographics, yeah. right? It, right. So y'all weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, and that gets into the whole how the inside stuff works, works. and all that. Right. So. But I've been I've enjoyed and love representing the coast, the coast, but also South Mississippi. Um, we have a lot in common with those in Hattiesburg down down south uh, to here. 
it's it's great and um you know we're we're leading the state and i think that's a great thing yeah absolutely yeah. and like you say uh, that's one of the reasons and we really appreciate you coming on here today is yeah. to kind of get that perspective because Joey and I live in this state. We vote in this state. Uh, we've had Shay on. We mentioned that already, and he's kind of given us his perspective. But you're there. You see what happens, and you just what you just explained, like you said with the BP money. You can try to play hardball, but you got to do business. Look, business you need with to these. play hardball, and you but you also need to understand if you play hardball, what the consequences are going to be. Correct. And I myself, I've done that. I mean, just as an example, when many Singing River Hospital. Yes. So I don't know if you were involved, but the uh, the pension crisis, the retirement, that happened, and all okay. That, yeah. So when that all happened, uh, I filed and pushed a bill to address to make it transparent amongst the community hospitals and to prevent what happened statewide that happened in Singing River. Literally, I took on the ha the whole hospital establishment in the state of Mississippi. They did not want that, and with the help of Lieutenant Governor Reeves, now Governor Reeves, right. we got it through the Senate and working with my my colleagues in the house we got it through. they didn't want it they right. literally did not want it and they said they the hospitals came out against us but we were playing hardball and i and inside story their their lobbyists we mentioned that um i told them i called me i said i said there's going to be a bill coming and i'm pushing this bill and you can either i basically said get on the train or you can get out of the way right and they said well you know senator wiggins you know hey we, we don't think that that's going to happen and you know, we don't want to do that. I said, all right, fine. Yeah. And you know what happened? They got run over. That's right. Yeah. So we had to play hardball at that point. So, But you have to understand what's going on with those type of things. Yeah. So so let's go into then we'll we'll let that be the transition <laughs> into into uh, we'll we're gonna talk about the uh, the uh, outdoor stuff that you're a part of yeah. as, as part of being in the Senate. But let's start let's start with we won't talk about them snapper later. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into the snapper. But let's talk about Initiative 65 because we mentioned Shay a couple times already. And for people that don't know, real quick rundown: if it's the first time you've heard about it and you're hearing it on this show, uh, 74 percent of the state population voted in favor for medical marijuana, a bill that was a ballot initiative, correct, that it got the appropriate number of signatures to be put on the ballot to even allow the people of the state of Mississippi to vote on this. Um, some of the uh, critiques, I guess you could say, towards state legislatures was there were bills that were written pr in the past that never made it out of committee. Um, I know a lot of the people in the comment section on Facebook all throughout this thing have said, you know, legislators had their chance. They didn't do it. The people of Mississippi took it upon themselves to get this on the ballot and it passed. And people who don't know, it got overturned in the Supreme Court, correct, mm -hmm. uh, because of a what I would refer to people refer to as a technicality yeah. that uh, the number but, of signatures. But hold on to that. But do you consider the Constitution a technicality? Uh n no. Okay, but but cause, so then it's not a technicality; it's constitutional, and we can talk about that. Sure. Yeah, but sure. I've heard people. Let's, I've heard people let's start say there that because that's the biggest yeah. point of contention. I've heard people say that it's a technicality, and I understand why people are mad. Right. But it's constitutional, right. and so the just like y'all said, uh, the Constitution is not a technicality. So to explain it from that perspective, and in a little bit of background. Uh, my role in the Senate now or is it being chairman of Judiciary A. And just so you know that as chairman, you, you're you over all the laws, I guess, that uh, from legal matters and stuff like that. So the what the Supreme Court said, they ruled it unconstitutional. And yes, Shea, Mayor Dobson was correct about that. That's correct. Um, but what they said, but ruling it unconstitutional as I've told people, since 17, 
whatever, 89, the judiciary has had the power to rule a law unconstitutional. Okay. And so when I look at that, what I see is our government working like it's supposed to. We have three equal branches of government, which is executive, judicial, and legislative. Okay. People may not agree why they said it, but what they said was it's unconstitutional. And so as Shay kind of mentioned, what happened was, <clears throat> excuse me, mm -hmm. that um, that ev the Mississippi Constitution guarantees the right to a referendum process, okay? But it does not say how what the rules of that process are. Um, and it's up to the legislature to define those rules. And I should say every other state has some version of that. So California has a referendum process. Uh, I guess New Jersey does. But what their referendum process is in California is different from what it is in Mississippi. So in 1992, um, the legislature put forward the process by which the referendum uh should get on a ballot, okay? And part of that was to say that you should get the signatures in five congressional right. districts, okay? Because at that time, you had five congressional districts. Correct. Okay, so when this, and that's what they did, when I say the Initiative 65 supporters, that's what they did. They got the requisite number of signatures pursuant to the process, okay? The constitute when it, uh, the mayor from Madison, uh, filed the lawsuit to challenge the constitutionality of that, which anybody can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what they ruled was that because Mississippi now has four congressional districts that one, the math didn't work out. And number two, it violated the constitution because the process by which we put the referendum there, it goes into the constitution. So it was a matter of what was constitutional and what was not. So they, to, to sum it up, they said, we now have four, four districts, but we had five. And because you did that process, it doesn't work and it's unconstitutional. So it's now in the legislature's hands to do that. Right. And so, what, so that's why I say that it's, that, that it's a, and I realize that's very technical, but that's, that's the judicial branch checking the other branch. Correct. Of, of that. And that's what that's what makes our country great is the checks and balances that we have in this country. Well, I, 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 I think that what was weird, though, is since 92, we had multiple bills, right? Yeah, and, and then I agree with this that. This is the first one that says, hey, you know what? You're right. Let's trump this. And I'll, so, I just so, want to say one thing real quick, too. We realize you're one person in yeah, a yeah, large yeah, yeah, machine. Right, so right. you're not here you to answer that. for right. all of this. That's right. right. For the last 20 years. Yes, right. right. Or even right now, right? I mean, you're, you're yeah, one you're just, out of You're many, part of the so team. That's right. You're just our voice. So we respect you in that regard. And to that point, let me say this. I since day one have said shame on us the legislature okay i said it because we didn't do it and actually i think it was um i think dave elliott actually asked governor reeves after all of this he's dave asked him said you had when you were lieutenant governor you had bills because they're the presiding officer and you had bills doing this and you didn't quote let them out and he said yeah and he said that was probably wrong okay yeah. that was wrong but in our in our defense to a degree let me say literally every year 
there are 3,000 bills that get filed every single year, okay? And you can go back and look at the numbers for the last 10 years, and they're consistent. Uh, and every year, about 300 of those become law, and a half of those are appropriation bills. So really, you have 150 bills that become law, and some of those, the laws get taken away. So there, so and, and the system itself, okay, we're based on a committee system, and I've talked about the committees, is set up to literally kill legislation, okay? We don't need 3,000 laws, okay? Right. <laughs> Particularly as limited government folks. We don't need 3,000 laws. So it's set up to kill legislation. So why did those bills not get out of committee? I can't say going back, but what I can say is that, is that yes, there was probably – the belief within the legislature that you know that was gonna it wasn't something that needed to happen and but a lot of times is it just doesn't get the support and the push because remember we're making laws for literally 3.2 million people in the state of mississippi not just 65 people down right. on the can, coast. I, can i for clarification when you're yes. referring to the bills dining committee are you talking about the ones that would fix that congressional district issue oh. is that that's the one you're talking about well i was also that and the the medical marijuana the marijuana okay. side of it. Okay. okay okay yeah so both there was my understanding is there were ones I, i'll say this actually in the opinion written by the uh supreme court they actually said there were seven bills over the last couple of years to fix that process and we didn't do it okay and shame on us they okay. said it read the footnote by the way if you read the opinion this is what us lawyers do by the way okay <laughs> fun y'all love, right. love paperwork do, yeah. you know that's what we do if you go if you look at it so it was a majority opinion but and we as lawyers look at the dissent too and it was a robust debate between the majority and the dissent as to what we're talking about the five versus four how do, and because just like shay and them have said they they did the process and how do you interpret what the legislature did okay so it, it was it was a back and forth so that's why when i asked the question is it no i don't see it as a technicality i see it as constitutional now we may not like it i get it we may not, and i understand why people are upset i understand why people like shay who put their reputation and all behind it but when I look at it, I see the Constitution working, and I see our Republican democracy working. You know, democracy ain't pretty. No. It ain't pretty. Yeah. But you know what? You want to be in Afghanistan right now? Absolutely not. Okay. You want, we are a country of laws, and we are a country of Republican democracy. By the way, not pure democracy. Right. Okay? Constitutional republic. Right. Yes, constitutional yeah. republic. And that's the process that we have. And if you, I don't want to get all wonkish and all that stuff, but but those things are baked into our system to help. It, uh, in our U.S. Constitution, James Madison put in, because he was the main author of the Constitution, put in checks and balances, okay? That's what it is because that, in the end of the day, gets us where we need to go. That right. being said, and I've said this, the supporters of Initiative 65, shade them, they won the war. <laughs> you won right. the war. Yeah. Because if you didn't have Initiative 65, I don't. I will sit here and say that I don't think the legislature would have done it. And he is right that we're looking to go, you know what? 75% of the people want voted for this, and so we, the legislature, better do it. And understand, that's how referendum processes work in other states. And let me say, we had one way, but there's different. I was talking about the rails and the parameter so in some states, 
you can have a referendum process and then the legislature uh, can only adopt it if they do it. In other states, the people can put it on, can pass it, but it can involve budget items. Correct. And then in other states, you they can do it and then the legislature can come in and do an alternative, which is what alternative 65 was right and so which a lot of people didn't which a lot of people didn't like seemed a little (laughs) seemed a little uh sleight of hand ish but but now what has happened with this is that the process by which a referendum can get on the ballot is no longer existent so if we're if we today as we sit here there's no referendum process right okay so there's no way to get it before us and so uh that's got to be decided i mean if legislature was really bad, <laughs> we wouldn't do it. And we go, you know what? We don't care about the people and we're just not going to put something in place. Right. Um, but I don't think that's right. And we shouldn't do that for right. obvious reasons. So that's why you've heard talk about what should be in the special session called by governor Reeves, if he does it. And that's why governor Reeves has said that process is complicated and actually it would have to go on the ballot next year and i don't understand i'm not really sure about why that is but you're dealing with a a process and honestly there's probably more debate about what that process should look like uh than the medical marijuana at this point okay so i don't think we've even touched on that on what shay's um the times that we've had him on, we got to fix the ballot process as well as revisit whatever the new version of 65 is. So both of those would be an issue y'all would contend with in a a special session or would it wait till the next session? Is that what you're saying? The next year? Yeah. So a lot of people, so I should, should understand this as well. So under the Mississippi constitution, only the governor can call a special session. Okay. And, and I had, I was, I was actually speaking, uh, in, in some place recently and they said we want you to go do this and i can't remember i think it may have been some other stuff we want you to do it and i said i'm with you but we're not in session we're not in (laughs) the legislature is only in session for three three to four months out of at the start of the year we can't do it we just can't do it um and so the governor to do something it then becomes up to the governor to call a special session when you're not in those first four months okay? okay So that so the discuss because there is such a overwhelming support and a call for something to be done on Initiative sixty five. That's why pretty much every legislator I know is open to doing a special session. By the way, to do a special session, it costs forty. Um, it costs at least fifty thousand dollars a day to have a special session. And if it goes on and on, you're getting into the millions of dollars just to have a special session of taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't have to have a special session and that's up to the governor to decide. So, but people are willing to do it. Like I've said, yeah, let's do it because that's what the people want. So it's up to him to make that decision on the initiative process. He has said because of the complicated issues with it, we would not do the special that in a special session this year. We would do the medical marijuana. Then that issue will come back in January and us just go through the process of how we're going to do it. And I do think 
come January, we're going to have to do that. Come up with the referendum. Process. Is it as simple as just fixing the congressional district? Are y'all confused yet? No, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just. Yeah, I'm. Just, is I'm it here. as simple as just changing the the five to the a five four? To a four. Yeah, that would be the simplest. Okay, but I will tell you that within the halls of the state capitol, nothing's ever that. Do they smell there, blood in the water? It's like the sharks are circling. Well, kind and, of a thing. And, we can change it up. The, we can make it how we want. Yeah. Yeah. we can well, fix it. Let's, let's change it to where we want. You got that? Oh, we get to do. What we We're want. a little yeah. cynical if you haven't picked no, up. No, I don't know. Why but you know what? You're with the majority, certainly the well, super just, majority of people. I out think it's there. healthy right. too. Yeah, it most definitely is. But to your point, yes, you got those. That go, ah, we get to. If you actually put a uh, put them some people under a truth under a truth serum, or truth serum, yeah. they'd probably say, yeah, we don't want it. You know, yeah, right, because yeah. they wouldn't. Well, that's not right. But then you have uh, some folks. The debate is okay, and this is how the current one was before the ruling of the Supreme Court, that when it does it, it gets put in the Constitution, okay? Not all places are like that, okay? That's why when Initiative 65 came up, what you heard from the statewide officials and legislators is is you're putting it in the Constitution. There, That's why Senator Blackwell, who, by the way, is, I think, doing a really good job getting us there, said... No other product in the state of Mississippi, not alcohol, not cigarettes, not uh, fish, not what is in the Constitution, but we're going to put marijuana in the Constitution. So for those of us who are conservatives and limited government people, we're going to elevate marijuana to constitutional protection when literally no other, when literally no other product is in the Constitution. Okay. So that's what was, that's why you were here and folks do that. So part of the debate on this issue is, okay, if we're going to have a – we have to have a referendum process, do we do like other states? Do we say, okay, the people can come forward and say this issue is what we want, and then the legislature come in and provide another alternative – provide – take what they did and build on it, okay? Because in other states they say the people have to do it. I'm sorry, the legislature has to do it. They can't get rid of it, and they have to carry it out within a certain amount of time, okay? Um so, you know, the, also the debate is, is it going to cost money? All right. How much money is it going to be? And that was part of the reason you saw the statewide officials in particular, legislators saying, what are the costs about all this? What was it going to be? But I'll tell you that one of the biggest things that not many people talk about on this, why I think folks under the Capitol are uh, having this discussion is because the process that we by which we had or what we had is subject to abuse and the reality is on initiative 65 and I, there's a legislator who's a millionaire who got behind initiative 65 and threw out a whole ton of money to let people know what or let them think what this was about and i will tell you i will sit here and if we had a bible i put my hand on the bible Okay, I don't know if people Let's are offended it by that. Yeah, I'll put it right here. Is, but what I would say is, as good as gold anyway. <laughs> after the Supreme Court did what they did, they said, man, that was confusing. Yeah. It's not what y'all said. Because the agenda-oriented multimillionaires who had their particular interests flooded the airways with money to to sell their product and and tell people this is what it was. The reality is, from a purely medical standpoint initiative 65 was not a medical marijuana yes there was part of it but it also involved some recreational 
And when you go talk to constituents, because I've done it, I've done it from Lamar County to Jackson County to Harrison County, people support medical marijuana, okay? But they don't, not as many people support recreational marijuana, okay? So legislators who understandably kind of understand this more than maybe the average person see that and feel like that the people were given, weren't told the whole truth. Okay. And we don't want that. If we're going to do the process, and I will sit here and say this, we're going to do a referendum process. I don't want it to be abused where multimillionaires can influence people with the wrong information. It needs to be truthful, and it needs to be transparent, and it needs to be upfront. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Let me. Why would that particular legislator have done that with spending the money that way and then put it in the initiative side of it rather than the Good legislative controlled side of it? Because if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. <laughs> That's right. Well, well I, and, I guess and, he and, had a uh, free market. Uh, you know, well, he's going to open his he, own business. And yeah. Yes. And so, if you go back and watch during this past session in the House of Representatives, there was a it broke out on the Senate. I'm sorry, on the House floor because one of the, I, I can't remember exactly what. It, oh, the Senate. I'm sorry, the Senate. Um, we passed the bill, but anyway, there was a debate where the amendment that came forward was to prohibit any legislator with a financial interest from having that and that broke out on the Senate, on the house floor because of that and in this new in the legislation that's being worked on right now you can bet you will see that to prohibit legislators from having a financial interest on something that they voted on right. that's congress the, did that not too long ago yeah but that's the, part of the problem that was going on yeah. is that you had certain people who literally had financial interest who wanted to see this. It wasn't for the benefit of the, well, it probably was for the benefit of the people, but the side thing was, I'm going to get rich You're off of benefit this. Them. I'm going to get rich yeah. off this. And under the under Mississippi law, you can't, the ethics law say you cannot pecu- benefit pecuniarily, that's a mo- monetarily, from legislation. If you're going to get a benefit, you cannot vote on it, and actually you can't have any interest in it. So there's a lot of uh, stuff that was going on that led to this. Okay, I will say this to what Shay said, which, and I appreciate him saying that now that we got through all that, and now that the Supreme Court did what they did, and, and like he said, the Senate has had hearings, and I, I serve on the Public Health Committee, so I've been in part of those hearings. I've seen, uh, in fact, I've been to all of them, and we're working through the process. We've got a bit, as he said, I agree with Shay, I think you're going to have a vote on it, um, and we're going to, we're going to see, and we're going to have a program, yeah. and we have heard, and when I say we, the committee has heard from Oklahoma, legislate from Oklahoma that is as open as you could be. And we heard from uh, Utah, which is as restrictive as you can be. And the Oklahoma legislator sat there and told us, looked at us, well, zoomed at us, <laughs> zoomed at us and said, yeah, we were real wide open, but that caused a lot of problems. Yeah. And so now we're having to work those out. The Colorado came forward and said, yeah, you know, we started out medical and, well, I should say this, we had testimony before us that said literally every state that has done medical by referendum has gone recreational, okay, which is why I pointed out during the hearings, like, why are we just going to do recreational, I'm sorry, why are we just going to do medical? We might as well, because we're going to be back here five years from now. Here's the other thing. Every one of them said, when you do marijuana, you're going to be back here next year and the year after and the year after and the year after because bills are going to be filed that you're going to have to do. 
That's a reason why you don't put it in the Constitution because the Constitution is set. You don't change the Constitution unless it's, you know, the big deal. In our U.S. Constitution, you can only do it through the amendment process, okay? Because once it's set, and that's why you saw these folks coming out saying, hey, you know, we put in the Constitution. We won't be able to do to any— To touch it, yeah. To touch it. Because it's not just us. It's folks who support marijuana. Something's not going to be right. We would have to do initiative process every single year, which is very difficult. You want the legislature to come to to do it because we meet every year to change the law, update the laws. Does I, that? I can respect that, that part. Yeah, of that it. makes I sense. Can. I mean, with anything new, you're going to have changes and ups and downs and things that doesn't work. I hope so. I hadn't made people mad. I'm just trying no, to do no, it. No, actually, yeah. actually, I will. I'll read this off to you, Jonathan Partridge, a friend of ours. We know him. Lives in Ocean Springs. He said, "This is very informative." Senator Wiggins definitely has my respect. He comes off very forthright and honest, and I appreciate that. Well, so thank you. That's the only comment at all in the other than Jordan blowing it up. In <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, people well, respect, and I respect you came onto the show and talking to us absolutely. about this without any preconditions or anything like that. You just yeah. you came down here on your own accord, and we're talking about it. And now I think that's good to let people hear y'all's side of it. So, I, and, and look, we are not good. To let, and please don't get me wrong. Look, there's probably people sitting up in Jackson going, "Yeah, we don't want 65 just because we don't want to do it," and people don't want marijuana, you know, and all that. I get it. That that's there. Yeah. But um, and like I said, that. Initiative 65 has won the war. You want because if you didn't have Initiative 65, we wouldn't be talking about it, and it'd probably be a couple years. Right. And shame on the legislature. And I think that would probably be the case. And think honestly, things get um, get tied up in the partisanship. To be honest, and I as I think Shay said, uh, this thing is not just it's not partisan. If anything, it's more of a generational thing. Yes. And and. Uh, we don't have to talk about it, but I'll, on the generational thing, I'll say this on the flag change in Mississippi, that was driven by the young people in the state of Mississippi below 35. Correct. And I have the data to prove it. Yes. If you talk to, I was the, the emails and the calls that I got uh, were from th that supported it. They ran probably 80% when you got 35 and younger. Even yeah. 40 and younger. Well, plus we had and corporations going to box the state of Mississippi yeah. out and yeah. not allow us to host things. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people were really sore about how it went down without Agreed. a vote I process. I agree with that. But it, it, it was something that needed to happen. But, but that being uh, said. And if, I know I probably pissed a lot of people off saying that, but uh, I have a lot of friends on both sides of that. Yeah. But the numbers don't lie, and the numbers were that the young generation, I say the younger ones, y'all's generation, wanted to see that happen. And that's just a fact. And yeah. I think that – Yes, in the legislature, you have some of the older uh, fuddy duddies, if right, you will. Right. And not, I respect, I respect people. But look, you know, it's changing, and that's why you have these processes. That the referendum process is a check on the legislature. Okay, that's why the Mississippi Constitution guarantees it in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. But it. Uh, so anyway, I could go on and on, but I think no. that's, I, I mean, you see that you, you you made the point. You see the the changing of the guard, where it's like you know the older. I mean, the older people still, you know, stuck in stone right. and the younger people saying, hey, let's try this. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, Preston Emmons in the comments says he respects your view. So well, the, thank you. Know, everybody's and, pretty positive on that. And, and and I just I want people because that should be our that is our job to we're, quote, representative of the people. But in my right. case, it's 50,000 people. But um, of all ages. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Of all of all ages. But you need to be talking to your legislators and your senators. Look. 
and this may be wrong, but I, I get this way. People go, you know, people will complain, you know, well, you don't listen to it. I said, look, you can't say you can't get in touch with me. I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the socials. Yeah, you're on Twitter. I got email. Uh, I think I'm that's on... the first time I came across you. You're yeah. very active on Twitter, yeah. which is you like tweeting, it's kind of huh? weird because no one around here, I mean, people don't use it yeah, a lot. It's a yeah, really good platform. It, it, I mean, there's it, a lot of bad it, shit on it. But it, yeah. it, it is. Yeah, you're you very to, active on Twitter. Yeah. Kudos to you for that. Email and all that. So, but but that's where the people need to hold us let our elected officials accountable okay and i think that's why so what shay and them are doing i think is a good thing i think more participation in the process is a great thing and i think but you also have to i think understand how the things work i filed a bill this past year that that it didn't we didn't it didn't go anywhere but i filed it to require schools to teach how the government works because I really think people Absolutely. have either don't know how it does or how it interworks and it's caused a lot of problems. I, no idea. I thought that was like, I just thought that was a thing that that was taught. Like that has to have uh, a bill yeah, to believe it to, or not. You do. But, but the inner that blows my mind. <laughs> you got to appeal for yeah, what, we, was the, what was the, the TV show? Yeah, it had a uh, school, uh, school, uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, yeah, how yeah. a bill becomes yeah. law. That's right. But, uh, you know, and, and, and the separation between federal, what's called federalism, and federal law and state law, okay? And really, the federal, I don't want to get into all that, but the federal government can only do certain things. And everybody right. thinks that it, but. So it's, <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a whole yeah, other yeah. thing. Yeah, that's let's, right. Let's slide over into a less. Uh, so I hope I helped on some of that. You did. To you pull did. Back you did. The and, and it's good to see both sides of the story because, you know, we had Shay in here and he had his side. Now you're a side. And then when I would melt But maybe all you can help me because I've, I've talked to people, but some people just don't believe that the legislature at this stage of the game is trying to get a bill. And I'm telling you. We've been working since the big since that Supreme Court opinion. I, I just think people just done. got the, the when when all that came through and then all of a sudden it was cut at the last minute. I think people just got a bad taste. In it. I, I don't I don't remember if we said this before we went live or when we were talking before, but you said you deal most of your a lot of your time is spent trying to fix the what did you say the perspective? I said fifty percent of the wrong. time in misinformation. Yeah. It's right. misinformation. And, so right. I think the perspective outside looking in is that. The legislator had the opportunity f to fix the referendum right. process, didn't. And that's had fair. the opportunity to write a medical marijuana bill on their own, didn't. Correct. People took it upon themselves in a number of 74% that you do not yes. hear of in politics. Landslide. That's right. Even with the initiative or the alternative on the ballot, which was super confusing, my Mississippi people figured it out. <laughs> and they voted for <laughs> yeah. it. And they so did. it's a bad taste whenever you brought up at the beginning of this conversation, is it constitutional? And in black and white terms, it yes. is. However, not having an appropriate way for the referendum to work with there not being five congressional districts does not sit well with the everyday Joe voter. Right. And, it does not. And to your point, why was it now versus, and you had all yeah. these other ones, from the legal explanation that I know about that is because the mayor of Madison before it went into enacted, she filed the lawsuit on thing and on things like uh, voter ID and all that. Nobody yeah. filed the lawsuit at that time before it went in, and so time has passed. I even was with uh, the. Okay. I uh, even saw the the chief justice, and he made that point. He said, "Look, it's been years, and there's just you can't legal, go back. On you, it. Yeah. You, you can't." But what she did was filed it right away. Right. And let and me say this: that. that was because of the zoning provision in Initiative sixty five. And that's what's and I was I will say this I was on there. The zoning is as literally as local as you can get. 
And what Initiative 65 did was literally took that out of the hands of D'Iberville and Pascagoula and Ocean Springs and Biloxi and put it into the Constitution. And that's what got people, and that's what the Supreme Court said gave the city of Madison standing to challenge it. And that's why you have a, pro, in my opinion, you have a process in the legislature to work those things, because I guarantee you that would have been discussed. What what was her, when you say that about zoning, does that mean that someone could have opened up a medical marijuana dispensary in, the, in a state municipality could not have prevented them from doing it in a specific area? Yeah, so to give you an example, exactly. So under Initiative 65, they could have opened up a dispensary or some medical shop literally next to a daycare okay, or a church. Right. And my question and, is- And the city could not come back and say no. Okay. It, yes. because, and I read that and language. See, I don't, why was it- written that way i don't Good know that, i don't know anybody uh, on the four side of it that, that would have done that. that yeah it's kind well, of like a bar or right store right or right, right, like right. That. Uh, i have my my suspicions are that there were just business interests took took hold and okay they didn't you know they were it was you know you what is it you outkicked your coverage there you go that's, <laughs> you a, good way to put it. that's a good way to put it and so got that or some would say got greedy but anyway i, I think moving forward uh the people that i've spoke to that just they hope and shay specifically mentions it is that it's not restricted in the number uh and yeah. that it's not a uh, good old boy system where those whether it be uh, permits or whatever handed out to a select few like you maybe mm -hmm. mentioned with the guy yeah. with all the money right. and the legislature that's doing it they just want to see a free market system where everybody has a chance to from, be part of from it from what I'm told and from where uh, my understanding is that pe I think people will be very happy you, nobody gets every single thing they want yeah. but I think it will be very close to initiative 65 and uh, but it also I'll give you another for instance um, so when we had the hearings one of the supporters of Initiative 65 stood before us and said one of the mistakes we made with Initiative 65 was we put it all under the Department of Health. He said that was a mistake because the reality is that the Department of Health doesn't deal with revenue. That's the Department of Revenue. Okay, So what you're going most likely going to see in this bill is you're going to have the Department of Health, the Department of Agriculture, and the Department of Revenue dealing with the three separate three separate entities right. that deal with that in state government. Because the Department of Health, they was very honest and they said, and I think they did a good job trying to do it, but they said, we don't deal with growing a crop. Yeah. Okay? Or where the money goes. Or where right. the money right. goes. Right. He said, we don't deal with that. So that was an example of, you know, how Initiative 65 yeah. was what written. Been fixed. Could, but yeah. I would argue let's put the positive spin on this. That's the checks and balances that now, guess what? We get to come back and fix that and they will be fixed. Well, let's use this yeah. as an opportunity for the legislature to shine and write this bill. <laughs> yeah, and, write it up. And, and if you don't it like it, um, I'll be out on the boat somewhere. There you yeah. go. Right, right. I thought we were going to talk about snapper. <laughs> we are. And I wanted, I wanted to slide into that because that's not a conference, uh, a topic that has any uh, heat to it as, at all either. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody in the comments asked us, and maybe we could touch on it just briefly here. Who is this? Uh, David Farrell asks, uh, not to change the subject, but how has the uh, lottery money helped and uh, mm -hmm. where is it, the mo most of it going? Great yeah. question. Right. So I'll tell you the, so first of all, I've been a supporter of the lottery, but as so think so many things in Mississippi, you wonder, but when I really knew that we needed to do something was I, I'm saints fan. I, I will say I'm saints season ticket holder for many years love the saints and my friend and i we were, we would go over to the games and he'd be like he'd go 
man, we need to stop in Slidell and get always. lottery tickets. Slidell, lottery tickets. and lottery tickets. Daiquiri's and lottery tickets. And literally, we stopped in. I walked in. We stopped in the Slidell exit to the gas station, walked in, and there were uh, five of my constituents in there yeah. buying lottery nice. tickets and all that. You nice. go to Florida yeah. or uh, yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. I, said, I said, guys, you know, this is where people are going to do this. Right. So the, the, money, the lottery money has exceeded all projections and expectations, and we passed it. And last year was the first full year. We said the first eighty million goes to roads and bridges infrastructure, and then after that, it goes. It would go to education, education. and particularly yes. early education. And people really thought the max we could get is eighty million. The first full year was one hundred and twenty million, and everybody seems to think now that that's going to be where we. St- it won't go below the eighty million. We're going to continue to go up and up and up. So the lottery money has been, and the lottery's been a success. And by the way, that was done by the legislature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After many calls, as we should, if you want to know about, well, um, it was twenty years ago that the voters actually voted to allow a lottery and change the constitution. But it took twenty years for the legislature to actually implement it, which is a sad thing. Right. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I support. I said, the people voted for it 20 years ago, well, and y'all yeah. sat around and didn't do it. Anyway, so the money's going to uh, to roads and bridges and to education, and it, it's looking really good. And gaming is up as well. I bet, Absolutely. I bet. Sport betting is yeah. killing it, yeah. especially it, it down is. here. 75% of that roads and bridges money could be used in Jackson itself. The, the whole uh, area of yes. Jackson could it's just have bad all of it. up there. Very, very That's bad. Right. What they, that red clay, what do they call it? Whatever the clay Yazoo is. Yazoo clay. Yazoo clay. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is, uh, no, I just forgot my train of thought I was going to ask about the, uh, the lottery money. Is that why uh, I heard talks that they're possibly Mississippi getting rid of the state income tax? Is that anything at all with any validity? I don't know that that's connected to the lottery. But, yes, so last year or last session in January, mm-hmm. uh, the governor called for that. Remember, the governor, he doesn't control the legislature. And so as Republicans, we thought that was a good idea in concept. Well, then the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, without telling the Senate leadership and without telling fellow leaders uh, that he was going to do, unveiled this bill. Well, the reality was that bill actually increased taxes by 21 taxes and all that stuff. If you just pull away the income tax, um, you know, that's you just taking whatever it is, $30 million out of the state budget. Teachers, police right, officers, right. roads, that's how we pay for that. Yeah, let's not so, do that. So, yeah. <laughs> Joe's a teacher. So, so that's, a, that's, a, that's an example of, hey, yeah, man, it sounds good because right. I'm all for it. Right. But when you start trying to piece it together, what does it look like? Yeah, let's get rid of the income tax. Well, that's $30 million right off the top. And we gave teachers uh, a raise this past year. One a thousand dollar raise to teachers in the state of Mississippi equates to fifty three million dollars a year. Okay, so that right away couldn't give teachers the pay raise. All right, so that's where that came from, and so it did. The, they're actually tomorrow starting a task force in Jackson to study the issue, and so you may see that coming forward. Okay, well, there you go. That's, that's right out of Jackson, right there. <laughs> so, at least a, a less uh, controversial is the word I couldn't come up with earlier. Topic of snapper fishing. Yeah, uh, you're on some know. of the committees that that deal with that. <laughs> yeah, conveniently enough. Yes, and DMR and all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. Right. There was no fighting in any of those debates. Oh right? no. So first, let me say I did grow up. I fished and all that. I I would not consider myself an angler of any 
in fact, whenever you'd go fishing with us, you'd come back without anything. So, you know, but we do Besides like a good time. We, we yeah. do gig for <laughs> flounders and all that stuff. So that kind of stuff. But yeah, so uh, I was chair my first term. I was chairman of Ports and Marine Resources, which has jurisdiction over that. And I continue to serve on the committee. And at that time, that's when the whole snapper <laughs> was was raging yeah, yeah. and actually co-sponsored the bill that extended the uh, state boundaries to nine, nine miles. miles. Um, back to kind of what we're talking about. We, we did that as a state right thing to do, but you know what? The feds don't have to recognize that. Right. Okay. They don't have to do it. It, it takes, an, guess what? An act of Congress to do that and Congress hadn't done it. So we can do it all we want, but it's, Congress doesn't recognize it or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's been some agreement on that. So anyway, point being is that that's when that was going on. And at the time, Jamie Miller was the director of DMR. So we worked with him to try to get a handle on the snapper issue. And it comes down to about data. And I'm sure there's numbers numbers and all of that. And as is so much the case, what goes on in Washington, they have this perspective and they don't see what we're doing down here. I'll give you, for instance, speaking of Katrina, so um, the flood insurance program, we, which we all had, nobody around here had flood insurance right. at Katrina, okay? But that's a federal program. And after Katrina, there was some folks in D.C. trying to rid, get rid of the program. And they, they I called them because I got an email as a senator. And they said, oh, all you people down there, y'all got, those are all second homes and mansions and all that. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, um, have you ever been to the yeah. Gulf Coast of Mississippi? No. He's like, that's what they got down in Miami and all that. I said, no. dude, this is the perception that they have up right. in D.C. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So I was like, dude, you need to come down here. So my point is that um, it, it's how that inner workings happens. But the feds see it one way. And we had to prove to, or we had to create the program to get them the data so that we can argue the data and say, look, y'all are wrong. Because right. here's what our data is showing. And from my understanding is it's been uh, anglers and fishermen and everybody's been really good about all yeah. of that. Because that's it, the Tales of Scales app. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, you, if you don't know what Tales Scales app is, if you go snapper fishing, you got to put your Mississippi the boat number in and you got to tell us what time you left, what dock, how many fish you caught, blah, 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 blah. Right. And that goes to the quota. And then the quota, they look at and say, okay, snapper fish, snapper season stops or starts or keeps right. going. Right. And there's a, as, as chairman, there's a, a, it was set up by Congress. There's a group that Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi all get together. Right. And it's with no and all that. And those were very interesting. There were some fights going on. Oh, that, that was a bloodbath. Yes, yes, that's right. So, so we've seen it. Some other issues on that. Um, actually, this past year, we so the CMR, the DMR Commission, the the commission that actually set out all the regulations. Well, we with and when I say we, I mean the Coast Delegation, House and Senate, changed the law that now they are advisory. Okay, and that's actually because what was happening was the commission would get involved they would either not make decisions or but got too political or whatever so now dmr answers directly to the governor not to five bureaucrats somewhere in that regard they make recommendations but that's but that's it so we we've changed that Uh, another issue is over my way you got um you got the pogey 
You got the oh, pogey yeah. plant. Oh, <laughs> I, smell, I smell it every morning. It, going to, it ain't every morning. Gotta, the wind's got to be blowing the right, right way, but that's bad. You, you, well, you How know, much money are they making look, off of pogies is what I want to know. Apparently a lot. A lot. <laughs> because of snapper season. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Apparently. Well, you know, Pastor Gula, that's what, man, that's what it's about, you know, when you wake yeah. up. Just kidding. No. Um, well, you got to smell the, the, the paper mill and the pogey plant. Yeah. Yes. It's right. salt to the nose. You know, it's in the blood. So you have that in course there's always a debate about uh well you get the environmentalists and then you get you know the mile limit off the shore offshore and stuff like For that pooling and all that yeah. Stuff. yeah so and then there was the cat island issue about fish uh recreation Sane nets, Sane nets yeah. at cat island so that's where actually that stuff so yes we've dealt with that in the in the issues in committee and doing that so that's, that's all up there doing the work, man. Doing uh, work. It ain't all, it ain't all like uh, it's a hard job. Yeah, it is, man. it is. Because like you say, you can never make everybody happy, right? Uh, you try no, your best. You try. Yeah. You try. That's what we. Well, as my, my as my wife reminds me, I asked for the job, so nobody forced me into it. Oh wow. So I bet, you know, that, I bet that really feels good when you got to hear that after like a long day of back and forth with yeah, people. That, like, oh. Yeah, that's right. She's but right, but it damn puts it. it in perspective right. uh, on that. So right. it's good, but. There's those issues, but that committee's unique because that is it's it's uh, the members are all from the coast except for a couple or from like the uh, Mississippi River side of it. So it's all it's all a bunch of uh, it's all a bunch of coastians in there arguing and doing that stuff. That's the and committee the, I want yeah. to go hang out in. <laughs> As well, the, it should be. Yeah. It should, it should right? be. Yeah. And and the and you know the the Vicksburg people from Vicksburg are looking at us like y'all are crazy. Yes, we so, are. So yeah. you know it's yeah. the coast. We love it. And in South, Missi- South Mississippi, we, we roll. Ju- we just want to put three or four snapper limit on the ballot. Can we put that on there? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You can put do anything that. you want on there, whether it passes or well, not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now, we don't have that process. No, but yeah, we got to get the process going We talked about that. Yeah, we got to get the process going first. Senator Wiggins, yeah. what else is there that you want to talk about or let people know coming up other than those two big ticket items that we just talked about uh, that y'all have, you know, kind of for next year coming up? Well, look, I, all my time – my time and I think the legislators time has been taken up with the medical marijuana as it should. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, so that's going to happen. I think in come January and starting in about October, November, we're going to get in to start preparing for the session. Um, we've been taken up with a lot of the, well, right now the COVID is raging. In yeah, our, that's what in I was going to ask. How much does I, that I mean, set y'all back? COVID. Oh, well, look, it, a ton, it, I'm sure it, in terms of act, doing that, that's what we've had to focus on. And uh, the reality is that our hospitals are overrun and people can send in mean tweets or whatever, but I encourage people to get vaccinated. Okay. Get vaccinated because 97% of what we're seeing are people who weren't vaccinated. And that's a fact. I can attest to that being in the hospital every day. Right. It's a fact. And you know, the sooner we can get out of this sooner if we get the vaccinations and get it done. But um, so when COVID came, we we had to do that, all the money that came in. And literally last year, it was it was what became a nine-month session. It actually became the longest legislative session that anybody can ever remember because we had to take a break during the middle. We got all the COVID, the CARES Act money. There was a fight between the legislature and the governor about who was going to spend it. Um, <clears throat> so we did that. We got that settled, 
and and now here we are but now our hospital systems we've been asked uh, about how we can encourage nurses because the reality is if you're a nurse you probably know they can go and make i don't know oh, yeah it's crazy how it's much they're paying even, traveling nurses it's not even close like to what five grand a regular, month or something like that. i mean a, no, week, more, yeah, a, week, a week five grand a week, a, week. a week yeah i mean they're doing that so we we've been talking about that, um, and so I think you'll see some things come up about that. The real the good thing is that we probably have we're in a better financial state than we've probably ever been. Part of that is the stimulus, okay, that we had. Part of it is I would submit is good planning by by the legislature and the and the governor and lieutenant governor. We have money in the rating day fund that we can use. We it's been smart from that perspective. And so, um, you know, we're looking at, but one thing that continually goes on is the, uh, Gulf coast restoration fund, which is the BP money, right. which we, uh, that's starting to, to come down. And we we're using that to re, um, redevelop the areas like Biloxi and Gulfport and uh, past Christian and Pascagoula. So we're constantly doing that. So yeah. in terms of big issues, I mean, Right now, it's about actually doing our other job and practicing law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah uh, and and kind of do kind of doing that stuff. Um, so there's, but it's also you know you were speaking of DMR. The reality is that uh, unfortunately we have um, corruption that goes on in this state. You mentioned no. DMR. I know. <laughs> It, no. it was bad about a year ago, <laughs> yeah, right. real bad. Uh, yeah. But DMR, uh, Dr. Walker went to prison, and yeah. we at, right after that, uh, the I was chairman of the committee we were talking about. We did the DMR Accountability Act, passed that into law that put in uh, stop gaps and account accountability measures that they can't do that anymore and prevent that. The uh, head of um, the Department of Corrections spending 20 years in federal prison for corruption. Mm -hmm. Two months ago, Mayor Mario King went to prison Moss Point. because of Moss Point. And, and guys, I'm sorry, but the reality is our current congressman has ethics violations because he's been taking money and re-diverting it to places that are against the federal law. Yeah. And that's a fact. Which, which A state representative you're talking no, about? No, our, our federal representative. You're going to specifically well, for our we, district? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. been in the book. Congressman okay. Palazzo. Okay. I mean, okay. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, it's okay. on the news. He, it, it's, it, it is a fact. And he's redirecting federal funds in a way that he should not. Is that the. Yeah, there's ethics violation. He's before the ethics committee in the House of Representatives. That's okay. a fact. Okay. And they are, and, um, you know, it, we're talking about the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Yeah. We are better than those. I mean, we are better than things like that. Yeah. And people need to know that stuff. But it, here's the thing. You talk about Jackson in in D.C., there's 535 members, 435. You know, that's people's window into South Mississippi, mm -hmm. okay? And so what they see is our person out there who's got these allegations. And, by the way, they're factual, okay, yeah. who's who's uh, got ethics violations, misappropriate money. And it's, it, so – we people need to look at us and be and be uh hap or know how we truly are in yes. that regard right. but and, you know I, there's I think other it's a lot with government to begin with it's kind of got a black eye because once i, I think from my point of view once you get into government and i'm not pointing anybody out or saying anything it's kind of like 
are you really for the people or are you really for the Yourself. money? I agree. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But do we need to settle for that? Should that no, be? No, no, absolutely but, not. And that's and, why you should vote according to that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That, right. That, that's exactly right. You're right. I will say this. The temptation is there. I'm not going to lie. But that's why, we, to your point, you need to vote and select the people right. that are going to uh, that are going to represent your interests. Look, I, I see it. I get pulled different ways. You got yeah. people, and you know, and really, it's not just your constituents. It's the people in Jackson lobbyists or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, interests. And and the reality is, you have to be willing to say no, and you have to be willing. We were talking about fighting back or whatever. Yeah. You have to be willing to stand up and say no, and know why you're here and doing that for the people. And 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 stop the self. Too much government is about self dealing and self interest. And to your points about why people are mad about what happened with Initiative sixty five because they feel like people weren't looking out for them. Correct. Yes. And when you have the commissioner of corrections going twenty years, when you have Mayor Mario King going for federal prison when you have dmr the yeah, director black eye black when, eye when you black have eye. the congressman uh, who's uh, being uh, charged with these uh, violations no wonder people are upset former about sheriff that. of ocean springs huh the former sheriff of ocean Springs, jackson county yeah, uh, yeah. mike bird mike remember bird. that oh, whole yeah. big yeah thing? no that's that's right i forgot about that yeah, yeah. um that was so a lot of that's felonies. why people are frustrated with government <laughs> right and i i'm i'm about rooting that out and minimizing that and i've done that since i've been in the legislature because uh just like the dmr accountability act we did and it hadn't it hadn't happened the reality too is mississippi tends to have some of the laws that allow us or don't have enough laws to to protect us against that and so we need to be diligent about that stuff but it's your taxpayer dollars it's it's all that and it sends a message because the reality is in that's a public office. It's not Bryce Senate District Fifty Two is not Bryce Wiggins' office. That is, I'm I'm lease. Uh, I wouldn't even say I'm leasing. I I just use it right I, now. <laughs> I'm there because the people selected me right. to be there. But that's not my office. The next person comes behind me. That'll that'll be them doing what's the will of the people, right. or they should be. It's a public trust in yes. that. The governor, it you know they're there. They're renting it, if you will. Correct. Okay. And so when when those things when people don't have trust in that then we lose the foundations of our society. And why do people why does America have as a whole have the respect it does because we have laws, we yep. have uh we yep. have standards. Again, look what's going on yeah, in that's Afghanistan. That's why people are getting on planes and jumping <laughs> off of them because America yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. and setting aside how that the fact is Places like that don't have what we have, and we have to. But they don't trust the government. The government's corrupt. I'll give you an, another for instance: uh, Venezuela. So Chevron, I represent Chevron, and you know, part of Chevron to get where you high up in Chevron, you have to go to all around the the company in different places. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of the previous uh, refinery managers. He was in Venezuela, and he said he told me. How he said it was unbelievable how corrupt they were and oh, how yeah. bad they were. But they were, you know, they have to, there's things they have to do to actually just drill because they're so corrupt. And I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions on Chevron at all. No, I'm no, saying no, no, no. that's what they, that's, he said, there's hoops that's they have everywhere. To jump through, he right? said, it's in America, they know, that's why people invest in America because they know we have uh, legitimacy and we're on the up and up. 
in general terms versus right. other countries yeah. and yeah. stuff like no that. No boundaries. Nothing well, to do. like you said, limited government, freedom of speech. Uh, That's you right. Know, all the Second Amendment. Uh, America. All stuff like that. America. Yeah, yeah man. America. And bacon and uh, red, white, yeah. and blue and, and cold beer. Love so, it. Yeah. That's right. Senator so Wiggins, it's been a pleasure to have great, you here today, man. man. Thank you all very really much. great conversation. Yeah, like the comments section reflected, uh, people appreciate you coming on here and, and giving us Jackson's take on everything. You're yeah. – you're, you're, uh, what you see in Jackson, I should say. Yeah. And uh, that, that that means a lot to us and to people of the Gulf Coast. And uh, we appreciate it, man. Door is always open. I'd love Absolutely. to come back. Uh, and, and I do encourage people to to follow. And to and look, legislators, we need to be better at communicating with, with folks. That's why I'm here. That's why right, I'm out right. and available. Because um, I think somebody, I can't remember, one of y'all said, you know, people got jobs and they got lives and they got kids and they yeah. got all that. Uh, you know, I chose to be in this, but I, but I'm doing it for the benefit of the people, but you need to hold me accountable just like everybody. And we need to be, uh, communicating and telling y'all what's really going on. Absolutely. Like I say, with social media, where you, you're yep. on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the gram, the gram, uh, man, uh, the gram. My, my daughter's trying to get me on TikTok. I got haven't, we did it. We had a little semi viral video. We got yeah. like 250,000. Actually, we were kind of cool. Yeah. For a split second <laughs> to, to, to her, to be honest, I was like, great. Should I get on TikTok? She's like, your dad you don't know and she sent me she like sent me a link that said here's what you need to do if you're going to do it to be cool right yeah, okay right, so right. so you know keep her on your team yeah. when it comes to that <laughs> let me just Let give her you be some your social media manager <laughs> continue to run it through so, her and get her approval before uh, uh, you do anything and then that. email and then e- that, email is uh bwiggins at senate.ms.gov um but you can google bryce Wiggins. my website is brycewiggins.net you can Google that and find and find all that, or the go to the Mississippi Legislature webpage and they have the links for that too. That's right. Sweet. But That's right. I prefer, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that's easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Give them a day or two to get back to you. I'm sure because you that's you're right. up there working. Well, yeah, I try yeah. to. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like we say, doors always open, uh, especially after you, you y'all go through that next session uh, yeah. earlier next year. If you want to come on and before that, whatever, just let us know. Great, thank y'all. I appreciate appreciate what y'all doing. Absolutely, yeah, appreciate it, it's been our pleasure. Thanks everybody out there in uh, the social media lands, all the people in podcast land listening on the replay. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man, and we will see you on the next one later. Done. Oh, that's it. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. that. I hope we didn't keep Appreciate you too long. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, no, no. All that's right. fine. I hope I wasn't boring people. No. Thanks so much for checking out the episode. And I wanted to remind you about this year's second annual Sheep's Head Showdown. It's going to be Saturday, October the 2nd, right here in Diaberville at the boat launch, actually. We're giving away $1,500 for the first place Sheep's Head, $700 for second place, and $500 for third place. The first place winner is going to take home a WWE-style belt. We're also going to have a speckle trout division, a redfish division, and a triple tail division. Each one of those will pay out $450 for first place and $150 for second place we're bringing back the kids tournament because it was such a success last year first 10 kids to weigh a fish they're getting a trophy first place winner in the kids division is taking home their very own wwe style belt and for all you spear fishermen and divers we're bringing a special division just for you first place spearfish division for the sheep's head is going to have its own payout and its own first place belt we're going to have the butcher on tucker selling pulled pork we're going to have all kind of vendors out there beer drinks it's going to be a party you're not going to want to miss it get your tickets now at brownwaterbanter.com october the 2nd let's fish and have some fun
banter.